Noon, you're, you're a couple seconds late, which drives me crazy. Oh, man. I love this intro. Can you hear it? Yeah. Isn't it great? I love it. I love it, too. This intro will Did have to be... Did you play that guitar? No. But at my funeral, you guys better play this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops. To my left is Kristen, our co-host, our chicken expert. And behind the camera, behind the computer over there is Ingrid, as always. Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to Video Chicken Live, where we come to you live every Friday at noon to answer all your questions and to yep. talk about some things. Yep. More than just questions today, we've got two guests, I think. We have two guests. I only know about one. Oh. Oh, this is a surprise. Oh, okay, okay. Well, at least one. We've got one special guest. Uh, <laughs> Ingrid Keith... gave me the finger, but this finger. Okay, yeah. Keith Bliss is coming on uh, just about 10 minutes. Yes, we have Keith Bliss, who is a previous customer. That's right, about five years ago. And also, it occurred to me, I don't think there's another, there's another fun fact about Kristen. There's two fun facts today about Kristen um, and how oh, we no. ended up, or I should say you, uh, kept in touch with Keith, Keith because of... Yeah, you're you're a realtor. Oh, I don't yes. think I don't Real think <laughs> Yeah, you're a licensed realtor. I don't think many people so you're a chicken expert and a licensed realtor and also you just accomplished something recently. You just have to go take an oath. This is pretty badass. I am a notary. You are a notary. And I have paperwork that I have to have notarized today and you don't have your seal yet. No. Wouldn't no, that be awesome? Yes. I can't wait to start stamping stuff. <laughs> Only legit stuff, though. Right, okay? but you're right. Okay. So, anyways, we're gonna give you guys a second to get in here, maybe a couple seconds, and welcome everyone that's already here. Who was here first? I want to know who was number one. But while you are watching us, please say hi. Leave that in the comments and let us know where you're watching from. Uh, so yeah, so at about twelve ten, we'll bring Keith in, and what we're gonna talk about is being that he was a previous customer, he has done a good job at doing something recently that is not fun yeah it's a frequently asked question actually on this on the show but he moved his chicken coop <sighs> it's, it's kind of one of those things where we don't really want to do but sometimes we have to and they they weigh at least a thousand pounds so the first thing you think is like how in the hell am i going to move this they they so in his coop uh, so i see him in the green room right now so he's on site and he's still putting his coop together looks really really good and boy he has done a good job at taking pictures and documenting it uh so we're going to talk about that i have no idea what he's going to say i hope it's all good stuff uh but we actually see him in the green room busy b over there putting his coop back together so we're going to talk about what it was like to move it and to my surprise he took his coop apart usually when we move the coops we move them completed. So this is very interesting. That had to be a nightmare. So I yeah. can't wait to talk to him about that. Um, and also, I see Hexagrid on his Carolina Coop. So that dates it for me. We stopped using Hexagrid, I thought, well over five years ago. And, uh, he Hexagrid is chicken wire. The traditional chicken wire. The traditional chicken wire, but it's black v PVC coated. Uh, we stopped using it only because half-inch hardware cloth is just way way better uh ingrid's messing with things we got we got a why glitch they're not why is it not it's just not streaming to youtube we're not streaming to youtube right now not no. sure what's going on we got some technical difficulties it says sending sending data but it shouldn't say that all right uh, let me may okay. may i yes, may i okay now you. we have the segment that we have every week and that's the competing 
the competing control of the of the we have mr mike trap watching us and he, he might have been the first one he's the first one to comment mike thank you as always uh he's from youtube of course my dad's watching on facebook as always lisa haymaker what a great last name haymaker facebook uh luke from facebook and we got wood woodworm nice do i have another do we have a wood expert here i love experts um Oh, Michael Trapp says you are not streaming on YouTube. So please let us know. We haven't had this problem in a while. Let us know if we are or are not streaming on YouTube. Uh, okay, so you want me to go back. Mm -hmm. uh, here's here's where things get a little funky. Huh. A little dicey. Huh. Mm, I might have to check on my Sending phone. Da okay, here. so go ahead and check on your phone. So why is it not? Should we turn it off and on again? No, then we got to start all over. Oh. Which really stinks. I don't want to do that. But we have comments coming in. So it should be working. There's no reason why it wouldn't be. So Kristen's going to verify on YouTube. And we got a orange kid. I don't know what that says. Dr Drillis. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please let us know. <laughs> and if you're not watching on YouTube, we probably won't know because the comments won't come in. But our fan base is usually pretty good. And we're only at 12 people. So there must. Yeah, I don't see it. There must be something going on. Um, well, here. Okay. I, I don't know if I can use this phone. I know. Android. Android. Ugh. Um. There's a long story behind that, but we won't go into it. I, I I don't even know how to use this. Like I don't, and I don't want to click on the wrong thing. Yeah, we're still on YouTube. So we are still on YouTube? No, we're not. We're not. Okay, what happened? Oh, I, I'll tell you what happened. They, they they listened to our conversation from earlier. Oh, we got censored? We got censored. No. Shadow banned. Uh, shadow banned. Uh, I don't know what shadow banned. I feel like we talked about that. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Click did. on edit settings. So we are having technical difficulties for all of our viewers over at Facebook. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we're coming through loud and clear over there. But apparently having a problem on YouTube which we've never had, and Ingrid, this is where Ingrid's really going to get upset I, and freak out. I think I heard a sigh. There was a big sigh. Hold on, hold on, Ingrid. Who's, uh, um, hmm, and then Keith got kicked out, so Keith's back in the green room. Not sure what happened there, but welcome back, Keith, uh, our guest for today, and yeah, something's going on. Something's so why don't you stop it and start it again? YouTube waiting on Carolina Coops. Yeah, it's just, it's for some reason, it's just waiting. It's sending data and it's not actually going. All right, out. guys, if you're watching us on Facebook, please stand by. We're going to come right back. We're going to end the show and start the show over. Please don't <laughs> leave us. But no, and see, now we got someone on YouTube from because, Alabama. I know, but it, it, he probably has Facebook open as well. He might be, I don't know. But they're commenting on YouTube. But Mike said the same thing. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start over. I apologize, but we've, we've had a good run for a while, too. Yeah. Um, and then also our, our guest, Keith, uh, I'm sure you can still hear us. Uh, be prepared to call back here in a little bit. Or we may, thank you for the thumbs up, we may have to send you a new link. I think I'm just going to reset Ecamm Live altogether. So, again, sorry, guys, I hate to do this. I hate when I got to do it. Oh, no, 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 it's working. Look, at we just doubled our viewers. All right, go back to here. Oh, we're going back. Hold on. I'm fighting with the mouse. I, oh. I know. I have control issues, Ingrid. I want a mouse. Uh, we're wow. online. Look Yay. at that. Hey. All right. We'll wow. start again. That was embarrassing. We are back <laughs> online. I think what happened was YouTube is like, that's that's not their music. That's not their intro. They don't own that. I think it, no, I think it's we started too early. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. 
everything is always my fault. All righty. Well, sorry about all that. I'm glad we didn't have to start over. People, oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Everyone from YouTube coming in. Um, back on YouTube. Wow, there's Nan's mom, Cindy Cam. Cindy, how, how you doing? Hope everything's good at home. <laughs> yeah, I missed my yeah. trip to New York. Yeah, we did not. You did not. I make... always go to New York in August to see you guys. And now you're here. Oh, my whole buddy Mark. Okay, all right. We, well, we don't need to talk about me anymore. I do not have control issues. I know I opened up Pandora's box. We can comment on YouTube even if you aren't live. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Well, I think we're good to go. And we're going to go ahead. So, okay, if you're just joining us, welcome. Happy Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Here we are already. I can't believe how fast these weeks are going by. Today, we have a customer from five years ago, we're going to say. I think it's a little bit longer. That hexagrid kind of dates it, but I'm sure you guys know. He uh, is a realtor, he's a licensed realtor here in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And apparently he's got some comments and things to talk about when it comes to real estate and chickens. And also, if you missed it, another fun fact is Kristen is a licensed realtor. So I'm kind of curious what you've come across in real estate, even though I don't think you dabble as much as, you know, you don't do it full time. Right. But you helped us buy this building. Right. That felt like a full-time job. Yes. You are a full-time <laughs> job. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, I hear that a lot. Uh, but also, more importantly, here's a great way we're about to show you guys. Uh, Keith did a phenomenal job showing how he moved his chicken coop, which I can tell you is a nightmare. These coops are big. They're heavy. And I want to go ahead and get started. So, Ingrid, I'll tell you what. I'm going to stop. I'm going to let go of this mouse. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, Don't hit the mic. Well, I... then don't hit the mouse. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so There's annoying. so today. much hostility in the room right really now. Ingrid is pissing vinegar today. Oh. I think She loves oh, it. I, I like that I, laugh. I am. Yeah. I'm getting Keith. <laughs> Where's the kitty? Okay. Where is our shop kitty, by the way? Oh. All right. Keith's on. What's going on, Keith? Okay. How you doing today? Right, let me get his. All right, uh, unmute him. Unmute yes. him. Hold on. You're not. Hold on, Ingrid. I can't. It's uh, hot out there. It's hot out there. Hold on. We got to unmute him. I'm not sure why he's still muted. What did you do? I, oh, oh, what I did. Mm -hmm. Well, you did it because why is it not unmuted? Oh, guest has muted themselves. Oh, you muted yourself, Mr. Bliss. Um, there you go. No? Well, we're going to fit. Boy, we are having a hell of a day today. <laughs> I'm gonna go home now. All right, hold on. Uh, yeah, he's talking. Guest has muted. So you've muted yourself somehow, Keith. I'm not sure how. And we're gonna try this again. Add it to the right. Okay. No, no. Boy, we see ya. Love the shirt. Can't wait to talk about this shirt. But you have somehow muted yourself. I'm gonna hang up and go ahead and call oh, back now in. You did. No, no. Now you muted. You him. muted the guest. Okay, try it now. Guesses muted themselves. Okay. What in the hell is going on today? I did not mute the guest. Gremlins. Hmm. You wanna just Gremlins. Try we're again? gonna yeah, we're we're gonna start over. So Keith, if you can hear us, hopefully you can. Go ahead and call back. All right. Sorry about that, guys. We are having a hell of a day, but we're gonna we're gonna make up for it. We like got I an awesome dance show. A jig just to uh, entertain people. <laughs> yeah, wait, what do you want to do? <laughs> All right, let's do this now. Okay, we can see him. I hear him. Yeah. You can hear me? Yes. Yes, yes. sir. How you we doing? We can hear you. Excellent. We can see you. 
Hello, Keith. So cool. How are you? Good. So, Keith, oh, look thank at that. you. Got a laugh. Got a laugh track on us too. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're having a we're having some technical difficulties, but thank you so much for hanging in. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I tell you, you got you must have some phenomenal internet. Sometimes it gets a little glitchy, but you're coming in nice and clear. And right away, sure. I just wanted to ask, when did you buy this coupe from us? Six years ago. Six. See, I knew it. Oh, I was I guessing knew it. five. Yes, I knew. Oh. I knew you. Were I was. I was. I was. I was muted during that conversation. I wa and I and I put up my thumbs for six. For six, maybe you only saw the one thumb. So. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so um, so show us if you could maybe just pan. I want to. I want to tell the. I want to show our viewers what we're looking at here. So if you could flip around, and then we'll come back to you. To, is, there, is there a way to flip? Um. Okay, if not, then don't. So basically what we have behind right, Keith. Okay, I'll turn, yeah, I'll turn around. There we go. So there is a Carolina Coupe, and that is a 4x6 hen house, 6x12 run. Beautiful New York Yankees colors. Are you a Yankees fan? I am. I had a feeling. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? No, I did it to match the building. Okay, okay. So you had this coupe for six years, and you must have moved to a new home? So we moved locations. We sold our home and wanted to take the coupe with us. So we brought it here uh, under a giant, beautiful pin oak. So we got plenty of shade on this 100-degree day. Uh, and we're in the process of putting it back together and painting it at the same time. Very nice. I tell you, it looks great. So talk to us about the process. Uh, hopefully there's a lot of good stuff, but I love to open up and share everything. And I tell you, I am impressed. Taking these coops apart <laughs> is a nightmare once they're put together. And I if, remind us also, you put your coop together, correct? Yeah, so it was flat packed. You shipped it to me flat packed and, we, and I put it together. The first time around when I put it together, I had... Uh, put it together in my garage uh, as a test run and also to figure out how I wanted to paint it before putting it in its first uh, foundation space at our old backyard. And so digging back, of course, it, I don't know if I had, I don't think I had an iPhone yet, so I couldn't find any old photos in my iCloud of when I put the when I put it together, but I know I did take lots of pictures then. And luckily for me, honestly, I have this weird gift that if I take a picture of something, I rarely forget what I took a picture of. I don't have a photographic memory. It's the opposite. If I take the photograph, then I, at least I have some sort of remembrance. So this time around, I cataloged photographing it before I took it apart, during, labeled everything as I took it apart, and then when we got here to put it back together, it's all labeled. So I'll give you an idea. The, the, the entire roof system is sitting right here on the ground. Oh, oh, hold on. So just so you know, what I did is I just started showing some of the pictures. And oh, good. I will go back to He's got the, roof on the, the main page. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just I wanted to start showing people what you've done. Because when you mentioned that you've taken a lot of photos, boy, did you. And um, so you got them nicely labeled. Yep, so I label them so I know exactly where they're going to be when I put them back on. And then it's right side, left side. You number it from front to back, all of those things. Uh, yet the, the, the quality of the coupe, first of all, i got to start with that. 
lends itself because I took it apart and then left it out, unfortunately, in the rain. Also, during transport, um, one of the um, one of the gable one of the gable sections of one of the end caps fell off onto uh, Weston Parkway. Um, luckily, I saw it in the rearview mirror at the time and was able to quickly retrieve it. That happens. Um, and then, and then, and then, and then, all of your joint, um, all of your jig uh, screw joints, you know, pull this thing back together really quickly. So all of the weight points, honestly, all of the weight points in how you build them, make it really, really easy for me as a customer, you know, not only to have confidence, but you know, feel comfortable in in moving it because, yeah, we thought about flat bedding it several times. But getting it out of the space that we had, out of the space that we had where it was fenced, we didn't have that great of a, of an opportunity. So, so yeah, we took it apart. Um, I took it apart personally until got down to the main section. So, one of the pictures you may have there, in in in, in there is a picture of just this center panel, on the back two panels of the coupe. And that's the foundation of it. The, the only piece I really needed someone else involved overall was to lift this one piece up and then, and then have the other two pieces in place. So you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's heavy, but if you're systematic and you take your time, in other words, mm -hmm. it, this is not a rush job. This is a take apart part of it, label it, take a rest, take apart a little bit more, take a rest, and make sure, and, and then also, luckily, I had a nice place to store it elevated on concrete, you know, on top of pallets. So it didn't soak in any water, uh, didn't get a lot of sun damage um, or anything else. Cause some of these, all, all of the, all of the materials are such great quality. They're going to, they're going to wear, but I wouldn't leave it exposed and not put back together for very long at all. So, right. Yeah. So what you're describing, what you're describing, and I can't thank you enough for that, is the importance of not only a great design and have beautiful aesthetics of a beautiful chicken coop, but the materials we choose are so important. And I mean, that is just Doug Fur 101. That is one of the reasons why we love Doug Fur. And I tell you, uh, you got some phenomenal pictures, and I can see how much work you've put into this. So if you wouldn't mind, I'm not sure if you can see the screen of what we're looking at, but I wanna go right to the beginning and talk about something that customers always ask. What do I have to do to do some prep work? So I would love for you to kind of talk us through, um, did you just wanna make sure your son got out and start, I'm assuming it was your son. I mean, what a great way to have him get out, get some blisters, get that pickaxe, and we see that you trenched it out. So talk to us about your thought process here. For the foundation. For the foundation. I think we may have lost them. It got quiet. Oh, well, we had a good run. <laughs> um, so not sure what happened there. We may have just lost them or maybe hit the button on accident. All right. Well, we're going to see what happens, but our viewers can still see this. So that was Keith Bliss, a customer from six years ago. Yes. And he's located in Cary, North Carolina. Cary, North Carolina. And Cary stands for? Containment Area for Relocated Yankees. That's right. That's Keith is from Connecticut. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, he's from Connecticut and he's a Yankees fan. Anyway, so a question we get a I lot is, like, from Connecticut. what do we do for our base? And I tell you, this There's is no a great way to put in a base. What was that, Ingrid? There's no Connecticut baseball team. So. Get, get, get into the mic. There's get no the Connecticut mic. baseball team, so of course you got to be a Yankees fan. Jeez. Well, there's the Mets. Now. Um, so, you know, <laughs> whenever... Right, is he calling back in? Uh, whenever you put a... stuff to talk about. All right. 
Ingrid's messing with the. Yeah, so oh, somehow we lost him. him. I'm not sure yeah. what's going on. Let me text him. Yeah, oh, there, oh, there he, he is. is. There he is. I'm back. Yay! Did did you what, did we hang up on you on accident? Something. That's all right. We're okay. good. <laughs> Keith, right. Keith uh, Let, did your son's wrestling team move it initially or something like that? No, we had we had this grand thought of just having a bunch of jockheads come over and lift it and do that and we just couldn't coordinate it so oh, okay it, it just it just it, it just i had a free moment and i said you know what there's plenty of battery power in my drill guns let's get started and i just got okay. on got on the roof and started taking it apart so and and then finally you know because he's a teenager and he arrives when he wants to arrive so you know i had plenty <laughs> of work to do before he before he decided to show up so um so matt i want to explain this uh my thought process, because I know your time is valuable, I want to make sure that we cover this real quick. When we and and when you're showing the photos of the prep of the foundation and, and the base, the last time around we did this, we we didn't secure. Luckily, we moved all of these uh, concrete block with us. Okay. However, last time around we put a base of gravel all the way around, and the the hens just dug right through it off it. So then the, so then the blocks would then sag in gaps and then we'd have to constantly refill this time around. We just decided to trench it, fill it with quickrete, dry pack it, meaning you don't use mm -hmm. water, mm -hmm. just dry, just dry pack it and get it as level as possible. Cause I am dealing with a teenager with, you know, with 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 attention span and wants to be other places, um, but it actually turned out really cool, and he was he's really proud of himself over it because then what we did is we trenched it, packed them all in, and we had to do it all at once, and we double trenched and double packed the the rear of the coop because that's the toughest part to get to once you're really maintaining it, once you have your layers of wood chips and bird crap and everything else down here, you know, and their feeders, it's really hard to get back there. And that's where they go. When you go in to maintain, they go back there to get away. So, and they dig a lot back there. And, and then often that's the area that you get worried that a coyote or a fox or something might, or a raccoon or someone might dig in later. So what we did is we double, we double, uh, uh, we double platform that back area there, you know, for two reasons. First, we undermeasured. Uh, and second of all, it seemed like a good idea to keep it there anyway. But then what we did is, but then what we did is we we sloped. If you can see it here, we sloped and just literally put in the dry quickrete. So now you can see the aggregate. But we sloped it, and 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 went all the way around to really just secure. You know, we really just wanted to secure. Where are you? Uh, we really just wanted to secure the coop and contain it. You know, from critters, and also just to keep them from, they they would scratch at that at that gravel all the time. That's what they were craving to to dig and claw at, you know. And and so so now we're excited to have it that way. And and we will eventually, because I'm an I, I like to roast a lot of oysters. We'll have a lot of oyster shell, uh, to throw in there as big pieces. Let alone crush it and get it in there naturally. Uh, and on top of that, we have the regular additive uh, that we put in little uh, 
tuna can holders uh, on the on the on a couple of these studs. So anyway, that's that's the premise for for putting together this type of base because I really like to keep it elevated, keep it um, you know all of the framing is done really really well. It's taken a lot of abuse because it was up against a fence on one side and for those who don't keep a lot keep a coop uh, like this or over time you know the chickens just they dig and they shit and then they and then they dig and they spray all that outside the coop so outside the coop you end up with these clumps all along the base here I only have one piece of seemingly somehow Got a little bit of rot. How many chickens down here? Down here, right? How many chickens in, in, in a six-year period? That's it. Just right. That. I mean, yeah. No, that is awesome. Um, that is all pressure treated. So it's how, super. How how many chickens do you have? Well, right now we have none. Well, no, I have, I, I have my, I, ha, I have my, uh, I have my. I have my I have my one uh, chicken here right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so how many chickens did you have in there? So we would keep anywhere between um, six and twelve. Okay, yeah, and that's exactly what that coop is designed for. So, okay, so yeah. if you're just joining us again, I just wanted to mention we have Keith Bliss, a customer from six years ago, Ooh. also a licensed realtor. We we're going to talk a little bit about chickens and real estate, but I tell you what. I love everything you just said because what I want to do is get down to the details so people can understand what they're looking at. And that is something, especially if you're not free ranging, chickens, one, again, we're not making it up. They scratch, they dig, they just do all kinds of stuff to uh, be chickens. And the foundation. They're very industrious. Yeah, the, the foundation busy. of your chicken coop is critical that we hold up the structure. Well, what the chickens are doing is acting as excavators, <laughs> scratching around the, the foundation. And Keith is exactly right. That can cause the coop foundation to actually fall down yeah. or to settle. And Especially in the back where it's heavy. It, well, they'd love to be underneath that hen house. Actually, and actually, the, these side, where these two come together, these pressure points start sagging mm -hmm. if, if that span starts dipping. So you have to yeah. keep it support it. So, yeah, yeah, so this is a great way, another great way that anyone can do it. And I love that you got the teenagers out there. It's one thing we as parents, I know I'm just as guilty. I, I, we don't force our kids to get out and work as much as they should. But, you know, just a great example with chickens. Get them out there with a pickaxe and understanding uh, a little hard work and some engineering and some thought process and troubleshooting. And again, it was a great, great idea. And I love the dry packing. So if you take your uh, cement, whatever you're going to use, and you dig out your trench and you just put it down in there dry, you don't necessarily have to mix it. I didn't just, know that. Yeah. You, well, you do it a lot with fence posts too. Okay. Uh, you can just dump it in there and then you could fill it up with water or just let rain do its job. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> I caught Good it. Save. Good save. And the other thing that that is nice is it makes you, it helps you adjust your blocks very easily to get that nice and level. And when that cures, it, it'll become rock solid. And I love that he, he's exactly right. It's a great way to prevent the chickens from digging out the soil underneath the chicken coop, causing any sagging or low points. And they dig just because they're trying to get some cool dirt or they're getting making a dust bath. They're not really digging to create problems or to dig their way out. They're just they're just doing chicken things, and while they're doing chicken things, it does bring that gravel. Well, out. they're bored. They're they're bored. They have two strong feet, nothing else. So yeah. they're bored. <laughs> and they have a pea brain. 
<laughs> yes. Well, well, and you know, and, and I, and I, 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 when when people ask me most of the time about chickens and say, well, what you know, so, tell me something I really need to know. And you know what I say? What? Can you hear me? What? I say they die. Oh, they do. They, they do. do. It's, it's right? part like, of the cycle of nothing, life. It's part, right. Yeah. So, so there's times where you come out to the coop and you're like, I'm missing one. <laughs> and you walk back here and you open up. The, the doors aren't on right now, but this telling um, can you see uh, me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we lost you for it a little bit. must be when I get over there. Hold on. Yeah, that oh, might so, be a bad spot. So my, my yeah, it's, that must be just a little far away. Can you get, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yep, you're good now. It's coming back. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, every once in a while you're like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, where's number six? And then, you know, first, you, first, plenty of times you let the chicken, you let the hens out at, in the evening, they let themselves back in, which is really cool. They put themselves to bed like a good twelve-year-old should, and then, and then you forget, and then you forget to put the door. You know, somebody gets, you forget to get someone back there to close. You know, close the door. You wake up the next morning and you hear, you know, lots of chickens on your back porch. It happens, right? And then, and then all of a sudden you're missing one. It just disappears, completely disappears. Most of the time, we've been lucky that our chickens completely disappear. We, we've had ones where came outside and there's no head on one it just happens like there's weird stuff happens yeah unfortunately yeah predation is, is yeah. a very real thing and um you know one of the things i was always taught when you have livestock you're gonna have dead stock but our job is to keep the girls in this case the chickens as happy and safe as possible and um but that, that is one of the things that stinks i'll never forget when i lost my first chicken and she just dropped dead for no reason mm -hmm. so i mean i mean obviously there had to be yeah. a reason but i just i walked out of my shop i'm like what the hell? Yeah. It's just she's just dead there. Um, so we have a couple questions. So if you guys have any questions, this show is for you guys. We have Keith Bliss, a customer from six years ago who's moved his chicken coop and again has amazing pictures that I wanted to bounce back to. And a but, great shirt. But we do have a question that I um, I was thinking myself it would be a good question and someone already asked it is when you do the block with the uh, dry mix, does that replace the predator apron? Um, and, I thought about that too, and I'm not sure what you guys would say, but I would I I would lean towards no. I think it it would help prevent animals from digging underneath, but I always feel safest bringing that predator apron out that full 24 inches. Um, I the, think in this case it would it we're talking about maybe 80 percent effective versus 99 percent effective. It, I think that's going to be would, really effective. I would say it depends on the the location, the surface, yeah. you know, and how far away from your house is it? Is there lighting? And um, you know, the interesting thing is we now put it in a spot. One of my questions was for you guys was going to be, you know, at night there are lights on all the time, mm -hmm. so it's not always it's not going to necessarily be dark per se um, when we have street lamps in this location. So this will be it'll be an interesting. Uh, concept. We are going to make sure with, this time around we will have a uh, we have a ring camera um, on two parts of our building, but we're also going to add one to the coop, which will be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. um, you know, have a have a have a have a live cam, uh, and then we're also going to take our starter uh, one of our starter uh, pens and put it inside the coop uh, for the you know for uh, for 
the chicks as we raise them will bring that we'll, we'll have them in the environment before they're even released out into the bigger part of the coop so that should be an interesting experiment as well um, yeah sometimes people actually raise the chicks in that hen house so I'm a huge another, fan of using the hen house idea. as a brooder. Absolutely. Um, yeah, my, uh, I, I, I never, and, and, and back to the predation, I never realized how many awesomely cool predator uh, gliding birds existed in my neighborhood <laughs> until I had chickens. And even, even when they're babies in a little bucket, man, do they figure out where they are yeah. quickly. Quickly and not turkey vultures, but the but the cool ones, you know, the the, the cool hawks show up quickly. So yeah, yeah. they absolutely do. I, I want to say when they're younger, that you're going to see the hawks even more. They just oh, yeah. know that's an easier snack. So there's a couple comments coming in, and we have some questions. I would love to get to, and Keith, I would love to talk sure. a little bit about a subject we've never talked about on the show. I have two realtors here now, and as a yep. business owner, my job is to always think about the future. My job is to make sure the company sticks around and that we grow. And I've yep. always been taught, you know, you got to figure out today what people are going to buy tomorrow. But when we buy, it's always based on emotion, especially when it gets into real estate. So I would love to hear more about some of the things you guys are seeing out there in the world of real estate, in this case, residential, maybe sometimes commercial, but um, what people, what, what their thought process is, and maybe are they looking at a house and all of a sudden there's a chicken coop in the back and they're like, wow, I never thought about having a chicken coop because we have had customers sell their house and the people buying the house said no we want that chicken coop it came part of the deal or sometimes we had to move it so that's something i definitely want to talk about um and then the other sure. thing too is you mentioned i don't want to say excessive but there's gonna be more lighting than normal that we have learned could potentially cause a problem um but lighting i have also from a predatorial point of view sometimes we have tried using lights that come on motion sensor motion lights to yep, try to yep. scare them i think maybe that works but i think every predator can eventually learn the system it's quite impressive yeah. uh so i didn't yeah. want to mislead people it, it, it it's something to think about but most important Sorry. ingrid ingrid in that microphone the most important thing is every situation is so different yeah. and you really want to learn what's going to work best for you and that's what, what i'm hearing here uh so there's a couple questions and comments and one of them is uh, from a Kelly. What do you recommend putting in the run? Right now, I have what's left of grass an eight by sixteen run. Wait, we get that question all the time. So, Keith, in your situation, what do you plan on doing inside your run? So, typically, I will, you know, by default, anything. First of all, let's start there. You know, anything that's going to anything that's biodegradable. Yeah. Um, that you know that that. Doesn't necessarily. I mean, I wouldn't use Spanish moss. Let's just jokingly say something, you know, because it's full of mites. Like people, are like, oh, I want something soft and cushy for my chickens. No, they don't care about that. If they want soft and cushy, they'll they'll dig and create something, right? Right. However, you know, I just start with you know pine wood chips that they sell at the chicken feed yeah. store. Like that, you know, fill it fill it up with those mulch, um, and uh, and and then pine straw if you have to, um, but whatever you do, they're going to kick and move it around. So it better be broken up enough so that you're not losing yourself and, and, and or, or your, all of your chicken wire is full of stuff that they're kicking around. So, right. um, uh, so yeah, so there's lots of I, I would options. Just, yeah. There's lots of options in different climates, different areas of the country have different 
recommendations. So your local chicken supply store, they typically know what's best for that environment. Much like uh, planting tomatoes in zone one through 10 across the country. I, right. I, I wouldn't know how to recommend it. But Matt, to your point, to, to start with on the real estate side, because I know you want to hear about this. Yes. 100% of your customers you know, want to live somewhere where they can get approval to have a chicken coop, number one, okay? So if you're in an area of the country where 80% of your homes are controlled by homeowners associations with protective covenants and guidelines and there's no city and there's no, and, and there's no city ordinance about it, you know, the, or there is a city ordinance preventing it, then you have to start with, with you know, your grassroots uh, it, efforts to get some sort of acceptance level. Once you're there, I, I find more people, I had clients walk in the other day, they're selling a million dollar home, they've got a million and a half dollar budget, they don't, and, and they, they, they called me because they were recommended to me, they drove up, they saw my chicken coop, they walked in the door, they said, where, where can we sign? I said, what do you mean? She goes, she goes, well, I love your coop. Uh, and I can tell it's not brand new where to come from. Like she knew the story behind it right away. And I said, well, what do you mean? She said, that's why I want to move to a non HOA. I want chickens. Mm -hmm. And her husband's just shaking his head. Like <laughs> I've never seen a, a, a million, you know, a $2 million deal happen over, you know, sticks. <laughs> we have, it does happen. Over some framing out there, but they, but you know, it's, it's really, you know, and, and chickens are just, easy they're easy yeah they are Kristen, hi, Kristen, Kristen, how many chickens have you had at one time oh, oh. i can't answer that question oh, oh. <laughs> commercial break commercial break i don't talk right, about right, my right. numbers who's asking <laughs> well 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 mean meaning if it's that easy it's that easy now here's here's the name here's the main thing that y'all probably talk about a lot um but it really comes down to most municipalities prevent roosters okay right, so right, you can right. you can have hens all day long the roosters you know is where number one you know they wake up early and they wake everybody up early so that's that's the it's usually a noise ordinance scenario first than anything else um and then i would say uh the other is containment right when your chickens are running loose across your entire subdivision and and your you know neighbors are calling. Hey, I think your chickens are out. And everybody. Get, what's interesting is people don't like to see. You know, Canadian geese get no respect. Chickens get all the respect in the world. One <laughs> chicken running around will cause everyone in the neighborhood to stop. One you know you know twenty Canadian geese and keep people are going to fly right through them. They could care less. My point is, you know, we have a natural connection with livestock that provide for us as humans right and so right. that's part of it as well you know we, we have the exotics but then we also have people that want high producing eggs because they have a family to feed so you have lots of different variety within that and i and i look forward to you know having the coop in this spot for a long period of time and be able to really enjoy different uh, varietals um over their lifetimes uh, one of our one of our chickens lasted up to the Literally, I was trying to figure out how to keep our last remaining hen um, comfortable while I moved the coop. And then that last night, it was Mother's Day or Easter. 
she was out having a good time. We had her on Facebook Live. She was actually in the house because we were selling it, so my wife could care less. Now the chicken was in the house. It was really a lot of fun. And once you know, the kids left the door open, and the next day, you know, she ended up in the neighbor's yard. We don't know how she got there, but she must have gotten scooped up by a bird. The bird said, oh, this is too much. I don't want it. Let go into the other yard. And then the dog played with it as a rag doll. That's it. And it happens. But, you know, in the end, the, the connection to chickens and the awareness factor for neighborhoods. Some neighborhoods are very aware. And it's, and it's fun if you're buying into a neighborhood where someone else already has chickens. The other is where chickens were there, and then the and then the HOA created some kind of rule that said no, 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 no way. So you've got to really dig into that and make sure don't make any assumptions that chickens are necessarily uh, prevented, but also you want to make sure that your neighbors would welcome them and not complain, uh, call the town, um, you know, help you, you know, help when a hen is loose, uh, let you know if they see a coyote walking around you want you want friends that are going to be friendly and neighborly and of course handing them a container of chickens helps i mean a container of eggs helps <laughs> not give everyone a, wants a container give, of chickens but i would no i'll take right, that you give them a container well you well, well there's there's store there's stories of shipments of uh, shipments of chickens going to the wrong place right and then you right. can't return them so all of a sudden you have yeah you have a whole box of 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 chicks and and no place to put them anyway I just want to cover that in that whole basis because there's a variety of questions that come around all of what I just said. So hopefully that covers some of the topic. No, I absolutely, you did. I tell you, did a great job. And there's just, if you, for our viewers that are just joining us, we have Keith Bliss with us, who is a customer from six years ago, also a uh, realtor. And we're here talking about chickens and real estate. And I, I think that was awesome that a $2 million house is bought because of a uh, chicken coop. Uh, that, that always makes me happy. Um, and then we're talking about how he moved his chicken coop and the quality of the Carolina coop. And I tell you, sitting here looking at a lot of the pictures, it makes me happy to see, and I'm a fan of change. It's amazing now to look back and see the things that are still working perfectly today, especially with the roof system. I, I am reminded of so many growing pains, and I tell you, it's awesome hearing it from the customers, which yeah. is one of the reasons why I love this show. Uh, and also, if you're just viewing or just joining us now, please say hi in the comments. Let us know where you're watching from. We'd love to hear from everyone. And there's a couple more questions we did want to get I to. I have a question. I well, hold on, me what? first, because oh, I, I have a question. All right, you go first. <laughs> Keith, do you see an increase in people wanting chickens or asking about HOAs or the areas that might allow chickens, like not being in an HOA? I mean, is this something well, that, it, that you find? I, I would say that I attract that conversation by who I am and what I do. Okay. Um, I'm not your, you know roll into my 5.0, you know, in South Beach, like that type of realtor is not going to, no one's going to ask that yeah. realtor in South Beach, can I have chickens, right? So it, it does have a lot to do with, you know, people, people, you know, with social media, they figure out who you are. And then those who know who you are, tell other people about it. So when the conversation comes up around it, I mean, I get people asking me about my chickens that I have, I hadn't seen in you know, four or five years that I run in them somewhere and two minutes in, like, tell me about your chickens. I'm like, my chickens. Oh, cause I, cause and it's funny. Cause you do face, you do Facebook lives and you put the camera right up next to the chicken wire and the beak is poking on the camera. 
Man, do people think that's funny? Oh, they yeah. they just it's it's hysterical. This next and our next you know flock of birds are going to be like you know young kids totally used to a camera being in their face. So that's why I want to have a camera inside the coop from the beginning, so that they know it too. And I I almost want I want to make sure I you know, have the two-way speaker on it so I can make a clucking noise on the other end too to really drive them crazy. Um, but, but no, I, I, would, I would say that the question comes up for people that want a lifestyle change and are done with the busy, busy. And here, let's just face it. The, the urban movement is, is, is not going away. Um, we have a you know, community garden uh, effort as well. And in, and in gardening, it comes in waves of volunteers and everything else. Chicken's the same way. Tons of people try chickens, but don't really do it right. And I tend to, anything I try, I go all out. So right from the get-go, I, I never owned a chicken until I owned this coop behind me from you, Matt. So, I mean, that's, this, is what it came, this is where it comes from. So, so, so I would say that the, the, and the urban affordability has shifted quickly. So there are plenty more people with means willing to buy in gentrification neighborhoods, to revitalize neighborhoods, to knockdowns and teardowns and new builds. And plenty of people want to take a mid-century modern and redo it and add a chicken coop. Like that's like part of their demographic. Like they'll drive a Tesla, you know, have have sub-zero, have a sub-zero fridge inside, but they don't want to put a real, they, they don't want to put, put a chicken egg inside it. They want to keep their eggs on the counter. Mm-hmm. Like that's a re- that's like a requirement in their lifestyle. Yeah, is that they want all these things and they want that. I would say, and one thing that I haven't really gotten into yet is automated watering, automated feeding. You know, you know, type things where or water capture off my roof line. Um, you know, because you got all that metal roof and 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 I've got rain barrels that I can hook. You know, connect to these corners and 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 create. You know, a water trough and you know those are the type of things. Oh, oh no! What just happened? I don't know. I think we lost him. Again. No, I think I, I think I hear him again. No, oh, he's there. He there. He I'm, I'm You're here. offline. Okay. It was just for a second. What just? Did so, we just so, get booted? Uh, and, 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 and then other and, and then another thing that helps is if you drive a Cooper. <laughs> a Mini Cooper. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so especially when I park it now that I can park it right next to the. Um, the coop itself. Oh my God, it's really funny because it's the same size. It's actually could fit inside if I put a, if I put a um, roll door on the front, I could park it in there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, real quick. So I want to ask my question now, but that, that was a great okay. question. Yeah. Right. So going back to, we're going to share the screen. Uh, we're going to go back to these wonderful photos that you have, and, uh, and of course, there's our wonderful website. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a duck house there soon, believe it or not. Uh, let's see. Let's go back over to iCloud Photos. So a question I have, and it, it appears you guys are just doing an amazing job. But one of the things that I hear a lot from people that have purchased a coop from us, and and I don't blame them, to pay us to paint these coops, it, it is pricey. But there's a reason why. One the products we use are very expensive. I mean, we you got to use a good quality paint, and it's very time-consuming. And I, I just wanted to ask you uh, what your thoughts are on, because I see you got some great photos of the actual painting process. If you have, you know, looking back now, any thoughts and ideas, because you painted your coupe originally, right? You We didn't paint it for you. Yeah, I stained I stained it originally. I used, this, I used a solid stain before, 
and then um, and then this time around, um, we're we're using you know, really good paint. What color is that? You know, navel. Okay. Sherwin Williams Navel, color of the year in 2019. Um, the uh, the painting process, yes. I'm an experienced painter, um, so you know, cutting in edges and going back again. Uh, I, I attempted in one of the pictures you may or may not see uh, in interior wise. It is uh, I, I put I put tape around uh, the framing of the uh, of the windows uh, and the door inside the coops. You see some of the painters yes. tape there. Uh -huh. Finally, finally, I was like, "I'm outside. It's gonna rain. What a sissy! Pull it all off." Like, so now I'm back to regular painting. And you know, every once in a while, you gotta touch it up. And and I may go back, you know, with a little bit of touch up on some paint that might get on the chicken coop itself. But it's just it's authentic. I would say overall, though, you want to protect the product, right? You want to protect what you're buying quickly. You want to seal it. You want it done right. And if you're offering it to be pre-painted in a color scheme by all means it's worth it because half of the trim i wish i could pop off paint and put back on but it's just not worth it you know it, it, it it's worth it overall for someone to get the color scheme they want you know right from the get-go through th during the process just like just like getting a car painted i mean you order it in the paint color you want otherwise you want to go to paint it later it's it's a lot of work yes it is a lot of work. So you mentioned something I found interesting because I'm a huge fan of solid acrylic stains. And you said you decided to switch to a paint this time. Um, what was the thought yep. process behind that? I have a lot of leftover. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the same. I mean, I'm into reuse and I found enough. You know, I, I had, you know, a full extra gallon of navel and plenty of, and plenty of alabaster white. Um, so I had plenty of leftover to use. So, um, and we will, and we will go with navel orange, uh, for accents, uh, the, the, the coupe door that was, uh, a, um, salmon color. And originally, um, our colors that we used were all mistake colors. We went to the mistake aisle at Lowe's or Home Depot. We went to the, you know, the bin right near the mixers where, where they're selling, you know, gallons for 10 bucks. Of mistakes and we used mistake colors to begin with so and that looked good yeah it, it, it fit the trend and it looked it looked a lot like our house before so it works so in the comment uh, so, section so so oh and then and then I had a question for you I'm about to wash and possibly paint the underside of a couple of, of the of the roof panels of the run itself mm-hmm and I'm going to do those in my sky blue. I'll show you the color. It's very much like my shirt. This is like much like a front porch. The ceiling sky blue. Like a like a front like a front porch of a house, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, and I have enough of this. It's it's extremely expensive industrial paint, and I don't have any place for it. So I'm going to use it. And you sure. you literally, it's made to use on middle roofing. So I'm only so I'm thinking that I'm only going to do it through the um uh through this section, but not in their coop where they're going to be at night. Right. I mean, I don't know if it's a visual thing that, you know, we're in open air. I just want to give them a feeling possibly whether it's a pea brain or not, that their eyeballs <laughs> might think that they're actually, actually free ranging even from inside the coop. 
Yeah, uh, definitely I think, send us a picture of that when we uh, get it done. I was just going to say the yeah. same thing. I cannot wait to see the final yeah. pictures. We're already coming up to uh, 1 o'clock, so we do have to wrap it up soon. But I tell you, there's there's a little bit of buzz in the comments. And, Keith, I would love to get your um, thoughts on this because you are a customer. You've had chickens. You have one of our chicken coops. And it's one of the most important parts of our chicken coop, something that we're very proud of, that a lot of people are like, there's no way that you can do that. The deep litter system. So the first question is, did you use the deep litter system with your chicken coop? Absolutely. Tell us about it. Oh, guess what? Ron Pape just died the other day. The man who coined the phrase, said it and forget it. Yeah. <laughs> he That's literally just passed away like two days ago. I mean, it is a set it and forget it system. Here's how I describe my coop to people at any time. I make it very, very simple. The entire back container of the of the coop, where they sleep, where they poop, where they roost, all of that is lined in cutting board material. And it's and it's not only lined, but it's lined correctly that there's no seepage between seams. The bottom base part is always the most difficult to put in. Am I right? Yeah. The the big sheet the big sheet going in next is always the most difficult. I'll probably have to take off one of the spans down below to no, angle no, it in no, there. No, 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 no. You can do it a certain way. You can put it in well, an well, angle and drop it. Well, well, well. It's the roost clips that you have, yeah. The roost clips get yeah. in the way. So, right. right. So anyway, yeah. anyway, that's we'll drop that in very soon. But even with the seams, they're all, it's all seamed together. And then all you do is you grab one big. Um, whatever those bales, uh, you know, are hemp, called yeah. one, one one bale of hemp, of the shredded hemp. You throw that in there, and you don't touch a thing for at least six to eight months. And it's, it's just easy. that simple. I'm yeah. so glad Keith said what I always tell people: it's a set it and forget it system. Um, and I've found over the years, people that mess with it too much, mm -hmm. I think end up having problems. Uh, it's so important to make sure you got the chicken to coop ratio correct because all you're doing is composting. The magic number yeah. is one part nitrogen to 30 parts carbon. You know, I don't know anyone that goes in and counts that and figures it out, but. You just don't overload that area. Right. You know, he mentions that one no. bale of hemp, set it, forget it, and. Uh, did your neighbors ever complain about your chickens? That's your last location. Never, ne no complaints, no, no smell. Not, I mean, none of that, none, zero, 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 zero. Like, it's it's the easiest thing on the planet. Not only that, but we ha you you end up with chickens that want to act like mom. And you go into the, mm -hmm. you go in to collect eggs, and there's no eggs. You're like, where are they? And you go into the back, and they're all in the corner, <laughs> covered in hemp and poop, and and you know, and, and 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 a hen that wants to be a mommy. Yeah. Um. It's it happens, <laughs> you know. And you know, but uh, but I would say, overall, once you're actually, it's all about the eggs. Let's you know. Once you're once you're once you're getting them on a real good cycle and you're getting good quality eggs and you know the right feed and you know their behavior and heck, um, didn't you come over and clip yeah, a couple I think of I our did. wings? Speaking right. of clipping, there's a question about clipping I wanted to get to, but that's right. Yeah, I've been yeah. by a few times. Yep. Um, so, you know, so you know, clipping is a, is a big issue, right? And that's a that's another whole segment you could talk about. Um, get a hairdresser on that is, is good with flock of seagulls hairdo and, and, and as a, as a segue, but yeah, yeah. I, but I would, but, but, but the system itself is and when taking it apart, by the way, barely did I see 
any even traces of like cockroach trail droppings, um, you know, or any other type of, um, you know, we used, Pest, yeah. uh, we used diatomaceous earth, I say DTE, but uh, people think I'm like, talking about some really bad um, carcinogen or something. Um, diatomaceous earth, you know, every once in a while to clean out the roosts, you know, and, and just dry them out, you know, keep mm -hmm. them, you know, keep them mite free and, and everything else works, you know, works like a gem. We bought a big container. We never used all of it. Like you don't need with with this system, you don't need much. It's really, you know, figure out what your chickens like to eat, what, where you like to, you know, how you like to position your food system in, in these uh, in these. It's all user preference. Right. And there's a lot of room for user preference too. I always like to let people know you can put. There's just so many great options. Um, yes, there are things you can do that are wrong, but I love when people are asking us a lot of specifics about what do I do, what do I do, and I love reminding them there's a lot of open options. Right. Um, so, Keith, we are coming to the top of the hour. I can't thank you enough uh, for your time, all the great compliments. Um, hopefully, we get to see you again soon. You mentioned um, this is just a salesman in me. There's an opportunity for that automatic waterer. I think you'll absolutely love it. Uh, it just makes it that much better to make it so easy to have chickens. But again, I can't thank you enough. And also, just a quick sure. plugs. I know people are going to ask us. That is an amazing T-shirt, and I believe it was on the sleeve uh, oh, where you said Lowe's, Lowe's food Lowe's store, foods. Lowe's mm -hmm. Foods, Our local grocery store. Need me to flex? Oh, that's nice. nice. Of course, of course. Nice. I set you up for that. Use You're the welcome. Yes. Yeah. We should plug his. You worked hard for company. that. Oh yes, uh, Ingrid just made a good point. Um, and you have your own realty, is that right? Yes, I do. Yes, um, Bliss Real Estate uh, here in uh, downtown Cary, North Carolina. We are urban infill uh, lifestyle experts, uh, and just so happens that uh, you know, backyard hens is is a big uh, hot topic between that and urban gardening and and all the other things that you know people tend to homestead around, uh, particularly with where we are with. Uh, with viruses and 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 other uh, things that have taught us all that things that we do at home might be uh, it might be more important to do things that are more healthy for us and so this is a, a great alternative and it's a, it's a great thing to share with the family it really is it just takes one crazy chicken person in the yeah. house <laughs> that's right to get everyone else to yeah. get everyone else involved because once you bring these babies home someone else is going to help you keep them alive Right, right. And I just wanted to share that we met 10 years ago at a community garden conference because we both yes. happened to start a community garden in our in our town. So that's how that's we right. met. Yeah. That's right. And our kids are the same age. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I color coordinated my background, your background. Yeah. It's all coming together. Here. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a blue day. Uh, all right, Keith, so, thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. You have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Um, so well, that was a lot of fun. That is a man. I, I, I'll let Ingrid do her thing. She's over there like, stop messing <laughs> with the mouse. I'm going home. No, you're not no, going no, home. No, we have more stuff. We have I've, got, so I've, got, I've got a list oh, here. Hey, hey, where's my list? Uh, no, no, you're not privy. You're not privy to what's going on next. So Ingrid. Well, I, 
I don't even know now. So Ingrid. Oh, Ingrid, do you want a copy? Yeah, Ingrid was <laughs> I have a copy. So that you was a it. great, great interview. Good call Keith on that. Keith is a good, good guy. No, he is. And I tell you, yeah. what a great uh, attention to detail, great pictures, uh, great interview. I can see why he's successful at real estate. And just so many great things that I love when the customer shares it. Mm -hmm. We did not pay him to say that. I had no clue what he was going to say. But the reason why I love capturing those moments is for our customers or potential customers. Here it is from the customers. So many great things. And those are the things that you, you just really want to understand and why we do what we do. And I almost want to take the phrase, do it right. Because mm -hmm. that's what we're all about. So you're setting people up for success. Exactly. That's what you're doing with your coops. And all the information we give people. So I think I, we can almost be done. These things start to itch the inside of my ears. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and I feel like I'm picking at my ear, but yeah, I do. Yeah, that does, that does help. Okay, yeah. now I can go another 15 minutes. Oh, come on. Oh, no. So it is 1 o'clock already. If you're still uh, here with us from the beginning, I appreciate you watching this whole time. If you're just joining us, that was Keith Bliss, a realtor down in Cary, North Carolina, who has one of our chick coops, just moved it, and we'll share a bunch of those pictures later on. So I wanted to go over a couple things real quick. Uh, we did finally have our piece of paper here from Ingrid to go over some things I think she wanted to talk about and make sure if there's any other questions or comments to get to. And I know there's one question I thought was an interesting question I want to get to, so remind me about that. Well, let's let's get to the questions. Okay, let's do we it. we can save some of this stuff for next week. Well, is there YouTube Chicken Police today? I only have one comment. Well, they have one's better than none. And is it, is it worth it? Well, let's do some of the questions and comments so we'll get to the yeah. YouTube. Oh, and did you upload? We have some new music. <laughs> Do we? This, this is good. Oh, I didn't upload the, the shock drama music. The new one? Yeah, I didn't. It's on my, it's on my email. I didn't. Oh, there's some new it. shop drama music Ingrid's been All working right, on. All right, now we need to. But dish. No. Oh, just Go play ahead the music. With the questions. Oh, um, the music why don't you answer Lisa's though. question? Can you see that? Why don't you put the comments up there, Mister? I yeah, I Ingrid's. I could tell how mad Ingrid's getting over there. She's like, God, you're just messing. With, she's like, What do you even have me here for? Yeah. Um. So okay, so the bottom question—the bottom question was from Lisa, and I wanted to get that because she's getting her coop. Oh. Lisa says, "I think my coop package is coming with two bales of hemp. Should I only put in one bale and keep the other for use eight to ten months down the road, or should I put both bales in?" Keith mentioned that he only used one bale. It's a great question. Yeah, I would put one bale in. And also, I will point out that your bales are 44 pounds and some other ones are 33 pounds. So definitely the 44-pound one should be plenty for the standard 4x6 coupe. True. But again, I cannot emphasize. Think about that hemp is your diaper. That is, right. You got to make sure you have the right size diaper for the right size baby. So don't be those people that put in 20 to 30 chickens in a in, in one of these 4x6 hen houses and be like, oh, deep littered sucks. Yeah. You know, this hemp sucks. No, you got to have the right size diaper. So if you're following the rules, the one-foot rule, so if we have a 4x6 hen house, you got two six-foot roost bars, no more than 12 chickens, it is a set-it-and-forget-it system. And you absolutely, you can use one bale, save the other bale for later, yep. pull from that, add a layer on top, or we have that. <laughs> Did you want to hear it? There's a shop. All right, on. we've got I, some. I, I'm not sure if people can hear that or not, but uh, why don't you just go ahead and upload that. 
And we'll make sure our okay. customers love it, and then I can turn it down a little bit because I think it's a little, yeah, little loud. Look, look at Ingrid flying around the Mac now. Yeah. I think she did get an iPhone, and I wish the rest of the world get iPhones because you green bubble people drive me you crazy. You know who does that? Green bubble people. <laughs> Apple oh, does go. that to you. Oh, Apple's it's Apple's the fault. One, yeah, Apple's no, the one that makes no. it look. Apple great. makes life great. <sighs> That's all. Right. all oh, both okay. of you, both of you. <laughs> so, but hold on, real quick. You can use both bales, and you just probably are going to stir it more. But I, I would say our. I would, yeah, I would start with one and store the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean that would that's probably what most people do. It's what we do. Uh, I know sometimes people are concerned about like where am I going to put this bale of hemp. Um. So. You can get both. It's just that easy. You really don't, don't want to overthink it. You put it in your it. living room with a blanket I, hold on, hold on. on top I, I as a nice I just want to comment, too. I, I, just, I hope this compliment is okay. The picture of, uh, how do you say her first name? Eken? Eken? Uh-huh. Thomason? That is just such, she's a, a, a common listener, viewer. Yep. Such a great photo. She has a lot of good stuff to say, too. She does. Yeah. I just I just think that is such a beautiful photo of her. Uh, I always stop and look at that and just, just a great photo. So I just wanted to mention that. Um so, oh, pH neutral. Oh, yeah. What are we so Howard, here? Howard was saying that he uses the hemp in the deep litter, and he puts pH neutral compost in his run, kind of like Cecil. Cecil. Cecil from Alabama. Oh, that was a great day. Um, the coop is 10 feet from his neighbor's property line, and the neighbors have, and he, he corrected us, I have no issues with smell. It works. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. It's just that simple. Is uh, Howard, thank you for sharing that. Uh, it, it's, it's just that simple. Again, chicken to coop ratio. So many people get the wrong idea about chickens from two things. Roosters and people that have nightmares from being that little kid that had to go into these huge chicken houses, yep, right. being attached by chickens. That's not what we're talking about here. Or people. attacked by a rooster. Or attacked yeah. by a rooster, absolutely. And I think people or neighbors are concerned about the smell. Like that, if you have livestock, if you have chickens in your backyard, that it's going to smell. Right. Um, yeah, I, mean, I remember you had a neighbor recently complaining about smell, what, three miles away? <laughs> I remember when we set up where our coop was going to go and our neighbors asked, oh, what are you doing there? And we said, we're going to get a chicken coop. And the reaction was odd, like, oh. And then when we got our American coop, they're like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. So it completely changed their, because their preconceived notion of what a yeah, ratty chicken coop would look on the side of the house that you can see from the street. They didn't care for. Speak, until we got ours. Speaking of Ingrid's chicken coop, we haven't brought it up, so I'm going to bring it up. But we are due. We can so do it. We are. When you are ready, we got the manpower here. Go down, put your roof on. That'll be so much fun. We'll uh, do it. I promise. We have. We've had it in our <laughs> possession for like three years. I know. But more importantly, did you get your roost bars in? I didn't get them in yet. Hmm. We're very busy at my house. Um, we're going to do it this weekend. We just tested it. It does fit. It's a little... Snug? No, it's not snug. It's a little loose? It doesn't fit all the way, but I figured with the... with the. No, it needs it, to fit right lengthwise. There's room in between, so maybe 69. Maybe my original 69 was correct. Well, well that's all we next. needed to know. So we have 69-inch roost bars. Actually, there well, was just one on last week's show, so you can take that one. Anyways, okay. I have awesome. a chicken scratch to show here. <laughs> Yeah. Hold on. I, Cue I, the I was, music. No, I was. I don't. What? What? Is there wham wham music? No. So we have some chicken drama. I see how much you guys are pushing this. Yeah. And. Well, there's... no, I have a chicken scratch because last night I banded all my spring chickens. This makes well, it the... so funny yeah. now. Uh, for our viewers, I'm not sure because we're not uploading that. So my spring chickens now are old enough and big enough. 
to go into the big. The group. music is very distracting. All right, go ahead now. Okay, no, no, no. Keep playing <laughs> well, it. That's good. That's not the. That's the old one. Oh no, no. I want the new one. I want oh, the I new. I don't know where it downloaded to because you know how I love this computer so so oh, much. Oh, Ingrid, you're killing me. Uh, it's right I here. I downloaded it. Uh huh. Okay. See, you over, you overthink, and it's just this easy. Okay. Well, that's not where it goes. It goes in there. Competing. I'm not touching it anymore. Okay, now. Do you see how? Do you see how quickly I did? So you have a scratch. I do. I do. I got. Well, and I got them all over. But yeah, there was two that were really feisty. The rest were just absolutely wonderful, lovely ladies. But yes, I, I went ahead and moved them all to a big group, and they're all happy. <laughs> I love the drama music. I love it. That's that's my chicken, by the way. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling this 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 drama music cost me a little bit of money. Ingrid's, uh, how did you get the drama? Oh, you I get had it. I, I had. Oh. I just looked through my videos and I had this already. <laughs> we should start a chicken soap opera. As the coop turns. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. No. No. Like it? Oh shit! I don't want to have a laughing fit. Oh, that is so funny. No, I'm still. And the funny part is, I'm still not understanding what you're talking about. So you got scratched on how? You, you weren't zip tying your legs together, were no, you? No, not together. <laughs> I used a zip tie around loosely around one leg to identify my spring chickens because I put them in with the other chickens, and some of them look the same. She wants to know the age of her chickens, so she basically bands their legs. So yeah, which year they came? Right. Yeah. What? What? hatch they were from because yeah after they get to be full grown they look just like the other ones <laughs> i hope our viewers our listeners are enjoying the chicken drama music as much as i am right now oh you don't hear you don't got your ears in she's got to hear it no, oh I'm have my to see it. i hear it on the replay oh no you're you're missing out that's why you're not laughing i am laughing because you're laughing. She's oh. laughing at you, not yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> what else is new? All right, I'll so have to call in later when I when I hear it on the ride home. Oh, that's so funny. All right. Uh, so questions and comments, and well, let's let's do let's do the um, Inger, if you want to cue it up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we we gotta we gotta do one. It's been a couple weeks. The last time we did YouTube Chicken Police, it it got a little it got a little hot in here. Uh, I want to say, I gotta, actually, someone got so angry, he was almost going to walk in here and get on the mic, and that was my father. Oh. Yeah, that, that's it, it, when, when, when the, yeah. Or were just, you going to leave in a huff? No, there's no leaving in uh -huh. huffs. Okay. I you, think that's the only way to leave. Ingrid leaves in a huff a lot. <laughs> I need to leave in a huff more no, often. No, I don't think you, I don't think you have it in you. <laughs> See? Yeah, All right. There's a couple right, I, things. <laughs> I only have one. One's fine. We should only probably do one. This better be good. All right. So CR, that's all we know, says. Wait, hold on. Oh, did, they don't did, even use their full name. Yeah, shocker. Mm. Did what's her name ever? No, did, Karen. Karen. We need to call Karen. No, we don't need to call Karen. So the price of your coops are pretty high. Then shipping $700 or so, I think is an issue. Why folks go get box coops, which I guess is like... Try. Big box coops. Yeah, or farms. You can pay coops. about four hundred to a thousand at that. That's I'm and I'm okay because it's not good. Is grammar. this I don't commenting like on a video where I was trying not to bash because I've always thought you don't bash your competition even though I don't see the Chinese coffin coops as a competition. Right. But it was on the don't the, the coop catastrophe cheap coop. 
Yeah, so she's making a comment on how expensive your coops are, and then the, on top of that, you have a lot of shipping. Right. So that's what that tells me, and this is why we do the show. Yeah. It's only expensive until you see the value, and that's what I want people to learn. One, yeah, I want you to buy my coop, or you're going to learn from us and build your own, okay? Um, but here is why, and here's what you need to know. And these Chinese coffin coops, they, are, they lie to you. And yes, they're readily available and they're inexpensive. That's why they buy them. I don't want to. I don't think they buy them because of how expensive our coops are. If anything, once people get those coops, they end up buying from us, and we are doing so much. A lot of people have said that they couldn't build your coop exactly for what you charge. That's right. And we are fighting every single like I don't even know what time I went to bed last night. And I'm just thinking if, if people just knew the hours we put in, like just even just getting the C and C up and running mm -hmm. so that it can be efficient and, and Did you get it up and running? No, not yet. Uh that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so that wasn't too bad, but yeah. Well, that, I, I let them know the value in because you right. can buy a four hundred dollar coupe and if you're gonna buy one like that every year because it's gonna fall right. apart. And then after, and you might lose your chickens and have to replace right. those. So what's the cost of all that? Think about that. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's a great point. That's a great point. If all you're... right. Well, that was a good YouTube chicken police. Okay. Um, stop, stop. 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 No. Ugh, fine. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> you got. Yeah, you got to listen to it. It makes okay. this okay. so much funnier. I know you don't like the earbuds, but. So now, now talk about your. I got chicken scratches. Um, and I, I'll be honest with you. I still have no clue how that happened. Oh, because you were putting zip ties to identify yes. the chicken loosely, not banding them together. We yes. do not, if I'm gonna say it right, condone that. Um, that was still, uh, still a little unsettling. Um, when well, we don't we don't raise roosters, so. No, okay. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the benefit yeah. out there. You know, it, you know, there might be a lot of people that do do it, and it's maybe if it saves the hens. You know, it's not like it's gonna hurt the roost. It's just weird. I found that very, very strange. That's all. Okay. Um. So what else we got going on? What's some more questions and comments so we can get going here? So, um, Miguel Jorge from Holly Ridge. North Carolina um, wanted to ask you guys your most common type, the most common type of chickens, and what are the pros and cons with that? The most common types? Yeah. What? Okay. Well, I think the most common types are the ones that you usually see in the farm store in the spring because those really sell the best. Uh, the most common types. Let's go with size. They're the standard size, and then the most common. Like if you have an, uh, a commercial operation, you will always see uh, Rhode Island Red for brown eggs and a Leghorn for white eggs. Um, the Leghorns aren't typically great pets, which is why most people who have a backyard flock tend to go with the brown egg layers or now the colored egg layers because they're the most friendly and docile and they have good production a lot of times. So the most common ones, if I wanna name some names, um, those would be all of the Orpingtons. Uh, the buff Orpington is very common. Um, there are other colors that they come in. Um, the rocks, which are the barred rocks and the white rocks, those are very good layers and very common. 
uh, Rhode Island Red, and then you've got some of the, the crosses, which are excellent egg layers, and that's um, the what they call the red sex link or the black sex link or the uh, red comet, red star. Those are all the same same chicken. Um, I'm just looking at these, the Wyandots. Um, There's my favorite right there, huh? We got to give a shout out. God, I love them. We need to order more of them. Go up just a uh, little, the, just a little. I mean, oh, and there is, those were the biggest Orpingtons. Okay, right there, smack in the middle. These. The, oh, yeah. Yes, the Silver Lace Cochin. They came from Welp Hatchery, and they have a breeder out yeah. in New Mexico. Why don't you go ahead and order a box? We need to just get around. We are not ordering any more <laughs> <laughs> until we have a coop built, painted, and set up on site. Hold on. Cue the drama music. Wait, so th wait, that, wait, that wait, is that is oh, Nan oh. who just busted into the studio. We are not getting any more. God, how many people can but relate? But you got to place the order today. <laughs> they have a sale right now, Nan. Where's Jada? She'll disagree. You could place the order today and they'll come in four weeks and then you'd have your four-week countdown. Right? Does that work? Does it work? <laughs> anyway, Silver Lace Coaches, they're just one of Because you don't my... have any other coops coming up in four weeks, do you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be gone in about a week. The plan oh, is... Oh, yeah. What are we going to do in August? Oh, my gosh. So, guys, yeah, just to give everyone a heads up, August yeah. is going to be a crazy month. August, September, uh, I did commit to our... I, I, we probably can't talk about what we're doing in September yet. Mm -mm. I wouldn't. Why? I hate that, but... Because I, I don't know that we can, so until we A high-profile coop? You could say it's a whole high-profile coop. Yeah. Hope I think you can say For that. a high-profile... Client. Clients. See, now I get yelled at. Someone is like, that's not a client. Oh, that's customers. very, very vague. Okay, that's so. That's fine. That you may see on TV. Right, there you go. Ooh, that we can say. Like, that real we can TV. say. Re Ooh. Not just this TV. <laughs> <laughs> not that this is. TV, this is video. All right, anyways. Not that this is less than. So, yeah, August is going to be crazy. Uh, I, I can see us doing a lot of shows out in the field, but. Yeah, maybe. Time is up. Time is up for me. Yeah, so and you won't see us in the studio probably in August. I can come next week. No, I expect you and Ingrid to be here. Oh. Oh, do you? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Oh, excuse me? Well, I'll be at the beach. Yeah. I can I can call in from the beach one week. We might miss a couple. Let's just... Uh, we'll do our best. We're going to do our best. Um, All people, right. Let's, let's see if there's any questions that we missed. Yeah. Questions, okay. comments before we miss is already 118. I'm getting, I'm getting a little hungry. Uh, hangry, I guess it is. Um, okay, S Sue says she loves the chicken drama music too. I like that too. I think I might fall asleep to that. <laughs> All I can tell you is it did make it funny. We gotta, we gotta stick to that. There's Emily. Hi, Emily. How you doing? Um, she's got a question. When is it too late to vaccinate a chick that your that your broody birds has hatched? So if you're hatching your own chicks. When is it too late to vaccinate? That's a very specific question I wouldn't have the answer to. But there... And prevent shedding. Hold on. Well, there's a lot going on in this question. Yeah. Merrick's... I do know the Mer Merrick's vaccine, unless something's changed, it comes... It's very expensive and comes in a bottle for a thousand doses or something. So, it's, it's not manufactured for backyard use. Okay. Hold on a minute. So you... I never thought about this. Uh-huh. You can vaccinate your own chicks. Yes, you can. Uh, Have you now, ever done it? No. I, I tend to go with the natural immunity. Mm. If, yeah. they're, if they're kept in a, in a very 
you know, uh, good conditions, I don't think it's necessary. Or I have not had an issue with it. And I just... Well, and the question goes on, and do you have to separate that chick from the flock or prevent shedding? shedding. Feather shedding? Or vaccine shedding? Can, vaccine can, shedding? We can't talk about that. Oh, okay, never mind. That's why we're I wasn't get, sure. Uh, is that what she's talking about, is vaccine shedding? Yeah, yeah. Oh, CDC. Oh. oh, cue the chopper music. Oh. We got to have chopper music. <laughs> Ingrid doesn't find so, that funny. So um, Mike had a question. Oh, he he answered this before. Um, if you trim the chicken nails, because that Polish parrot that he has at home. <laughs> yeah, generally you don't have to trim their nails. It's getting a little rough on the back of his neck. But none of the <laughs> rules apply to the Polish parrot. I mean, we don't usually dress up our, our chickens and take them places, but we're going to make exception for Polish parrot. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you may want to paint those nails too. Is there a way to trim? Do you know if you, like with dogs, when you trim their nails, they have a quick, they have the, the bang going through the nails? Mm -hmm. Is it the same thing with chickens, Kristen? I, be I don't know. Try I it. believe so. I have read this. Yeah, just don't cut off too much at one time. Absolutely. That's probably a safe thing to do. Because I know with pet birds, you know, parrots, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, you got to be careful. Yeah. So well, let's... I thought a parrot. Kiwi. 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 Potty, potty. I've never seen someone train a bird to defecate on demand in Lowe's before. Howard, Howard also wanted to say he built his coop and he copied your style because it's the best. And over 100 hours of labor later, buying tools and materials, it would have been cheaper to buy your coop. Yeah, Thank you, absolutely. Howard. Yeah. Again, I just, that's the point I want to make to people. Labor. Right. And uh, the tools. You have all the yeah. stuff. You know, I just bought a saw. You, you yeah, they're not cheap. Mm -mm. No, they're Still not. In the box. So that's a part I take for granted. Yeah. I always think about going out and buying the materials and your labor. I just assume everyone has tools, but you're right. I forget. Not everyone knows how to do everything like you do. Well, we well we've learned the hard way. So again, that's the point. I am all about. If you're not going to buy one of my coops, learn from us. I'm not asking you to call in and ask for our recipe. That's not what I'm saying. I, the people do do that. Mm -hmm. I find that kind of. I'll be honest, frustrating. It's like. You know, would you call Emerald Lagasse and then be like, yeah, I need your recipe for or something. Yeah, but, I, might, I might call. But make it your own. Learn from us. Learn mm -hmm. the basics. That's what we're trying to do here. And have fun with it. Get out there. Get it in the sun. Get some vitamin D. Get some tools you never thought you would use before. Get some mosquito bites. Um, <laughs> I tell you, speaking of tools, can we discuss an idea? We have a crazy, crazy idea what? that maybe our viewers out there can say, Matt. That's not bad. That's good. Or you are crazy. What is it? I don't know if I've told you. All right, so here's the deal. As we sit in this building and we're all about producing these coops very efficient. And efficient means we can bring the price down. We will use our buying powers to keep the price down in materials. It's all about the best coop for the best price. Um, one of the very expensive, complicated parts about the American coop is cutting out the furring strips that are pre-drilled to attach the furring strips on the coop to attach the screen. All right, I think Ingrid's a little nervous. I'm not going to say anything crazy. No, I'm just Okay. <laughs> um, Evan and I, you know, Evan's the, the yeah. genius at what he does. We've been discussing a couple options so that we keep the price down. Anyways, we thought about offering in our kits a prepaid card. Not saying we're doing this for the record. It's just an idea a prepaid card from Lowe's Home Improvement 
that part of your purchase comes with this card that you can go into Lowe's and buy exactly what you need, in this case, the staple gun, in order to put on your own screen. It'll actually be cheaper, believe it or not, for the amount of money, especially with the way wood costs, but how long it takes to cut these furring strips. Give the customer the option, if they don't already have a staple gun, to go purchase that. Is that a pneumatic staple gun? It's a pneumatic staple gun. And we can sell our special staples that we use that are stainless steel. You cannot find on the shelf. That is a huge mistake a lot of people make. So we already buy them in huge quantities. We can include that. But I don't want to go buy hundreds of staple guns. I, I suppose we could. But I just thought Lowe's would think, man. Because yeah. they're all about, we got to get people in our building. Yeah. And the staple gun. I think that's a great idea. Thank you. The staple gun's only 100 bucks. And maybe we can get Does a little bit. Does that come with the air compressor? Uh, okay, so that's the million-dollar question. Yes. Yeah. And it's a legitimate question. Well, Matt, how many people have an air compressor? And again, I'm like, well, doesn't everyone? Yeah. Um, I think I have one in the corner of the garage, but I don't know. You I haven't have seen one... that corner of the garage for a while. <laughs> so it's just an idea. And I'm thinking, you know, I think that would work. And not is it going to be quicker for you to put on your, your, your screen. It's going to save you money. How much and, is an air compressor, though? Can you rent that? Is that something? Mm -hmm. You could rent one. You go knock on your neighbor's door. I want to say most people have an air compressor. I Am don't. I crazy? I have, you're, I you're have a, a table saw. I have a chop saw. I don't have an air compressor. I now. would think more people have a have an air compressor than they have a table saw. Mm. Oh, and I also want what to mention. What about the handheld um, staple gun? No. 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 The no. Cha -chunk, uh, cha -chunk, cha -chunk uh, uh, no, what? don't. Do, geez, uh. There it is. <laughs> oh, oh, Ingrid in that. You got to get in the... Uh, oh, it doesn't stop. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need that drum pad. That's what we need. So you just hit that. So yeah, no, no handheld staples. I, I went to a show recently and this dude selling a chicken coop. God bless him. I've I been there. I understand. But I remember telling Nana, I said, if we did that, we would have been crucified. Um, big, big mistake. Yep. Staple gun and compressor, no table saw. Yeah, so let us know out there. It's just an idea. We are, so we have a staple gun and air compressor. So there you go. It is an idea. We are looking at every possible option so that people that can is, have the, That is clever. Well, Emily built her own coupe, and she doesn't have an air compressor. So there you go. But she does have a table saw, though. Yeah. Well, you need it to fill those big oh. sheets. Yeah, and Ozzy has a table saw and no compressor. Wow. Oh, I almost feel like now you we're... You love the compressor yeah, noise. And That's I... your favorite noise. Too. No, I hate... Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Did you guys <laughs> notice you didn't hear our air compressor going this morning? Oh, no. You oh, have but one it's Oh, it's going. That's so quiet. Wait it's called a, a screw compressor. <gasps> yeah. Quiet. Um, you could sleep next to that thing. Now I do. Mike Trap says I did staple the screen up to hold it in place for the trim pieces. I do love the trim pieces as it looks better than the stapled look, and I agree with him. He likes the furring strips. Yeah, the furring strips are like a picture frame around your, um, around each panel. So they do look nice. It does finish it nice. They absolutely do, and we're still thinking about including it. But here's the difference: is we would not have to cut them on the CNC. We can rip them. Oh, here we go. I, I, I guess we're running over time. I think yeah. we're being told. Here comes Gus the bus. There's taco here comes salad Jetta. for but lunch. We do have a couple more questions. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> so, want to do the questions. Yeah, I hate uh, that we don't get into it. Here, I love here, it. Gus. Gus, you no, want to no, sit up we, here? We don't need Gus. No, no, no. Where are you going? No, no. I'm going to get always, slobbered. No. Oh, I, I'm a cat uh, okay. person. All right. All right. I don't really know that we have more questions. Uh, yeah, there was a follow-up from oh, Emily. Oh, there's great comments. Oh, yeah. Emily was just basically saying that that was the advice from Pfizer where she got the vaccine. 
but she's thinking if all her other chicks are vaccinated, then she wouldn't necessarily need to have the new one vaccinated. Which is probably the case as long right. as we got medicated feed and that right. stuff. Right. What I um the medic yeah the medicated feed treats something different than oh breaks. okay. But um yeah in general I wouldn't worry about it. I mean that's she's got such a nice big coop. They're gonna yeah. be healthy. Uh, I would say her risks are Gosh, low, and, and they just don't make um Merrick's vaccines for the backyard people. Yeah. She's got an awesome Instagram. I, yeah. tell you, I love watching her pictures come through, especially yeah. with the baby goats. I miss goats. We actually had a customer call recently asking um, how our coop will hold up with goats. And I was like, well, we, we had well, we had goats, but we had to uh, loan them out. Well, since we're not in New York at the farm. But her goats were jumping up on her egg hutch. And we've never had goats jump up on our egg hutches. Now, uh, we do have, I do remember at least two coops where we had people with goats and chickens. <laughs> And what we did there is we made the chicken door up higher so that the chickens could jump up and get in, but the goats could not. Do you remember that? Absolutely. And that worked. It, it, it did. It, we did it, that for a bantam coop as well. We did. Um, golly, that was so long ago. But what a great, easy solution. Matter of fact, the coop that I'm building for my daughter at her house is non-HOA. I think I'm going to get her goat. And I would do the same thing. I'm telling you, goats are so easy. I think you can only have two goats in Raleigh. I don't know where she is, but she's in Wake County. I didn't think there was any rules in Raleigh. I thought yeah. you could have so a horse. So she's not outside of city limits. Yeah, I Just don't know like if it's. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's Wake or or Raleigh. I just huh. heard two, so only two goats. Like the that like the yogurt says, you can buy a cheaper compressor and nailer for under a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, we, we got to look into this. I yeah. I mean, you already are, but. Gonna, I am. I'm gonna follow up behind you. But I, I, I am, um, you know, and, and, okay. And Randy uh, made a good point too. The combination air pressure and staple gun. They already have this kit, so yeah. maybe yeah, I, I got can. The Ryobi one. The Home Depot. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I will admit Home Depot has been growing on me lately. All right, yeah. guys, it is 1:30. That is my official real cutoff. I can't go any further. Oh, and I've had somebody else ask, is there anywhere that people can see the combined comments or do they have to go to Facebook to see Facebook comments and then YouTube to YouTube comments? There's nowhere for them to see the the consolidation view that we see during the show, right? What was the I feel like no. I should cue the drama music. No, it, 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 it's, it happens live and it happens through Restream. So okay. it's just, yeah, the... the People can continue to comment, I think, on the video, and we can get back to the comments. But, yeah, they're two, two separate things. Okay. All right. It was just well, you guys were talking. No, All it's right. fine. That's awesome. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. That was a good one. That was a lot of fun. We may or may not see you next Friday. I have to get out to New Mexico, a unbelievable custom coop coming up that we're going to be building from scratch on site. The details are crazy. Uh, so we may be filming from there. May not. I'm not exactly sure yet. But uh, have a good weekend. All right. Bye, guys. Later.